0: podcaster i hardly know her hey oh hi my name is megan i'm a busy mom of four young kids a comedian an improv trainer and an award-winning author this podcast is essentially the vessel i use to verbally process all types of topics and experiences I love sharing stories, ideas, and considering new alternatives to things I have yet to learn and apply to my own life. All of this in effort to help create happier, healthier human connections through humor. Welcome to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. I'm stoked to turn 40. Happy birthday to me. This episode is a list of 40 things that I assembled um, that are impactful words or principles that I really try hard to live by. And I could have gone on with even more words because as I started making the list of the things that are really important to me in in setting my moral compass towards general awesomeness, um, there was just a whole lot more that um, were spurred from that and I felt so much gratitude for the fact that I really like to look at the world this way and find ways to be better um, and to just celebrate life and all of its glory. So as I'm embarking into my new decade of the 40s, um, I just wanted to share a list of some of the important words that um, I apply to my life as often as possible. I hope you enjoy. 40, 40 things, 40 things I live my life by. Um, you guys, I turned 40 this week and it feels so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I shared a story on a Facebook Live earlier. Honestly, gosh, I always feel like I'm repeating stories because I don't remember where I said it or who I said it to. And so sometimes you probably hear repeats and I'm sorry. Um, man, I'm in a great mood. Here's the thing. I have been gearing up for my 40s for a long time because I just knew a long time ago. So I, when I started doing stand-up comedy when I was 29, I knew it was going to be hard for me to just like really hit that career hard because I was a mom and I had a full-time job. I think I might have been, was I working more than one job then? I can't remember. I for sure had a full-time job. And then I always had, like, other things going on. Busy lady in the community and hobbies and comedy, of course, was one of those. And then I just knew that it was going to be really tricky for me to, like, spend a ton of time um, getting out and about to the open mics and having what a maybe traditional stand-up, like, comedy career would look like. Nevertheless, I thought, if I just stay the course, I remember having this very specific mental dialogue with myself if I stay the course if I do what I can to contribute to happiness in the community do things have shows whenever I can and just keep putting my energy towards doing performance and improv and stand-up and all of that however that looked if I kept putting the effort in bit by bit no matter what it was going to set me up for some like kick-ass 40s and I believe that I think that I'm, in so many ways, I feel like I'm just getting started. I have a lot of different experience in doing things with seeing how comedy applies in different industries. And that's the way I like teach improv in the workplace and do a lot of things that I not, I wouldn't have originally thought was going to be what I was going to do with so much of my time. And having put on, you know, the comedy festival and all these different things that I've brought up multiple times, because yeah, I couldn't like, I wasn't performing nonstop, but I was doing things that I thought were good for the community. It was really an interesting learning experience for me to build my own stages and to do a lot of different things like that. So here we are, the big 4-0, and I couldn't be happier because now all of these different elements of experience are becoming like more focused in. I can say no to the things that I don't want to do. I like have a really clear understanding of which things are super fun and light my fire and which things are a little like and soul draining. And I I just know for 100% fact that I love anything involving sharing improv skills. And along this journey, of course, in the evolution of comedy and how that career looks for me, there has been a lot of self-discovery. I love personality tests. I love um, trying new things and seeing if I like it or if I hate it. I love um, coming to terms with like what what is am I capable of? what is my skill set what you know what makes me awesome, and what are the things that I can let someone else be awesome at? And so for my fortieth birthday, this was actually really hard to narrow it down, but I came up with forty words or principles. Um, that that are essentially what gears my life, my moral compass, all of those things, because it's all wrapped up into one package of how I want to live my life and what I want to contribute into the world. So I'm going to go through my list of 40 things to celebrate 40 years of life. I feel so good. It's like, ah, the grand return to myself as I had mentioned in my last episode about um just like it hit me like a ton of bricks when I was like oh my gosh I need to go back to my name Megan McCaleb I always like the name I have not hardly stopped singing all week long I love singing and feeling alive and moving around and wiggling and dancing and just feeling the joy um as much as possible because I don't you know, it's not 100% of the time, we know that. So these are different topics and things that I have, or yeah, or just things that have become really important to me. I've spent so much time in the depths of my own subconscious, like swimming around in the vast abyss of my own brain uh, juices to like pluck out the the memories that serve me in ways of either healing or expanding in areas that I love um, to just really lean into making the best possible decisions for myself as possible going forward. Because as we all know, I hope we all know this, that the happier we are and the more we can be aware of our self care needs and whatever look that looks like, the better we are at serving other people and helping to be a <sighs> Source of good in the world for others, and it just um, creates the ripple effect. And I want my ripple to splish splash goodness all over people. Uh, so here we go. And these are in no particular order. And honestly, yeah, I was like on a roll when I started actually assembling them. And there will probably be different ones down the road, but here we are. The first one I want to start with is acceptance. This one is, of course, something that is just so part of me, part of my everyday thought process with using yes and from improv. Yes as an acceptance tool or acknowledgement of whatever the thing is I need to do that day, that moment, that whatever. Yes, that this is the thing that I'm needing to address or deal with. And that it is how it is, no matter what, it's, however my perspective is or my perception of what the thing is might be different from someone else based off of my own point of view. Nevertheless, it is the thing. And having acceptance of all these different things that exist around me and my very being in this moment is one of the greatest gifts that I have for myself um, and then when you accept, have that acceptance of how things are, you get to use and to do something with it, to build something new if need be, to make adjustments, to um, stop something altogether. If you're like, oh, that, that's a real thing in my life and I don't need that anymore. It's not good for me. Or yes, um, this is amazing and I want more of it. The and is our action step with yes, and it is very empowering in the space of acceptance. Um, oh my gosh, I just almost fell over. Okay, um, so number one, acceptance. Number two, movement. And this is in all forms. I love and appreciate my body so much more than I have in years past and for various reasons. And it's been a long journey and a big part of what helps me appreciate my body body, my person, my vessel is moving it, like letting it um, stretch and go out for walks and um, using products that make me feel good, drinking a lot of water and having, um, you know, using yummy smelling lotion and just being very present inside my body and allowing it to move so that it doesn't feel stagnant, so that I feel like I have control over actually doing things from day to day. Number three, creativity. Mm, This one is probably pretty obvious for uh, being in the little world that I live in with um, goofy silliness, and creativity has so many different components. Sometimes it is as simple as... um, what to do with random things that are in the pantry and the refrigerator when I don't feel like going to the grocery store and actual like other things that we traditionally think about creativity with art and just um music and everything that exists around us is a result of creativity of someone's creativity from the clothes we wear to the houses we live in to the um things we decorate our homes with to the shoes on our feet to the styles we can do our hair, everything is this manifestation of somebody's creativity. And I love it. I love just like playing with creativity in the artistic form in my own house. I have paintings of my own and my kids all over the place and painted walls and I painted over walls. And then I hated the first round of paint, it's just unlimited what creativity can do. And even with just looking around my desk right now, somebody thought of all these things Um, the stand-up riser desk that I have, my computer monitors, my sticky notes, my pen, the ink inside my pens, the chapstick, the essential oils that I have, the little, um, what do I have, business cards, the microphone, the microphone stand, my ring light, just all of these things where somebody filling these needs and turning their ideas into something tangible, and it's fascinating. Oh, and never forget the mug of coffee, And the mug that my coffee is in. I have delicious Kona macadamia nut vanilla coffee. That's so good. And it's in a Disney mug that I bought at Disneyland, I think in 2005, when I was there with my mother. I took her as an adult so that I could have some playtime with my mom. It's all around us. Creativity is such a beautiful thing. Number four, loyalty. I touched on that I think in my last episode. I have a strong sense of loyalty. When I say I'm gonna do something, I will do it, or to the very best of my ability, or if for some reason I cannot. I am loyal in the sense of admitting where I cannot do something. Loyalty I think is so undervalued, or maybe just like maybe maybe people don't think about it as much anymore, but loyalty is such a delicious thing to offer to other people and most importantly to ourselves. I have become fiercely loyal to my own heart in wanting to guard it and in my mind with the vision of things I want to do in my life, loyal to my role as a mother um, to do the very best that I can. Oh, I love that word, loyalty. I could go on and on and on about that one. All of these I could. Each of these will be the next 40 episodes. I'm going to go through a mean delpth, delpth, depth, depth, detail. That was a mix of depth, detail and probably another word. Number five, honesty. I think a lot of people value honesty. I think a lot of people, though, struggle with actually being honest, because what happens in that space is if we ever feel like we've done something wrong, we don't want to tell people, we want to hide it. Honesty gets sometimes buried alive by things that we don't even probably mean to. I know that the times in my life when I have been dishonest in any way, it's because there was some sort of tether to shame or guilt or sadness or something that I just either felt like I was trying to um, communicate and it wasn't being heard or validated or just a space of um, not living up to my integrity in certain moments um and so honesty is something that is so important and as weird as it might be like yeah I blab my mouth all the time about different things especially things that I've done that are challenging in my life because then I feel like totally free it's this pure state of like nothing can touch you when you are just loud and proud with whatever the strengths and the weaknesses. Um, And so I love it. I love honesty so, 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 so much. Okay, number six, mindfulness. Mm, The mind is a powerful thing and giving a lot of attention to the things that float around in there and how we process information and respecting our brains and the capacity inside there. There's such a power in um, how we use our mindset and I just love... I love it and hate it because sometimes it's really hard when you're inside your own brain. Um, But there is an element of, um, what is it called? Like a peace, a peace and a power that comes, I think, from being mindful. Um, Yeah, it's just sort of like really allowing this just ongoing awareness and this connection of our mind to our body and to our experience and to yeah just like a heightened awareness and i love i love it so number 7 gratitude um i sometimes get negative about things and grumpy when stuff isn't going my way and i have been doing a practice now for quite some time um, where I do a moment of gratitude every morning and I write down three things I'm grateful for that day. Sometimes they're big things, sometimes they're real small things. Um, and sometimes I have to pull out the gratitude card during the day if something gets frustrating because um, it's, it whatever, it's cheesy and cliche, but you know what? Anything I think that has been categorized as cheesy or cliche has a lot of truth to it enough people have said something because it must be true to them thus it morphing into some sort of cheesy cliche so there, I, there's just no doubt in my mind that being able to use gratitude as a tool um, to be happy it is just it's it has to exist there's no other way around it Number eight, simplify. Ooh, yeah, this has been a hard one for me for a lot of years. And I, in some ways, am very grateful for the global pandemic situation that we were all faced with because it forced us into this like holding pattern of what normal used to be. And in doing so, it allowed me to do an inventory of things that are going on in my life to really prioritize like what matters the most to me. And to trim the fat where it doesn't need to be there anymore, I am very much, um, you know, a recovering people pleaser and always feeling like I owe something to somebody, and so I say yes to things I don't want to do or I used to, and and had just so many things. Not so much in the past few years. I really started actually the journey of like decluttering a long time ago. And I try to maintain that because there's just no need to have just like a crap load of stuff and things and filling, you know, anytime I used to be in like a shopping, weird shopping mode or whatever, shop therapy, because I was filling something that was lacking. And so trimming things down and just allowing room to breathe by decluttering as much as possible and revisiting that as often as need needed, so with physical, tangible things in our homes and things that are dec- like need to be decluttered out of our mind, like oh, simple is so much better, and so I have like a very targeted laser focus goal on what I want to do with the rest of my life if something if i 'm asked to do something and it does not have some way, I can apply my skills of improv. I won't do it. I'm not doing it anymore. I get too fragmented and it's not worth it. Yeah. I can do a bunch of other things. I don't want to, I'm not going to do it. I want to put all the energy towards the yummy stuff that I feel like is like my sweet spot where I can shine. Okay. Number nine, self-awareness. Yeah. Mm. I've read a lot of books. I do a lot of pondering and meditation I I notice the things that I've done poorly in the past that I don't want to do again. I learn from my mistakes. I, uh, I love it. I love self-awareness. It can be brutal sometimes. It can also be the most delightful breeding ground for growth and delightfulness of being like, oh, yeah, okay, now I see what's going on in there and I can do better. Um, it also allows a place of forgiveness and grace for myself if I notice something that I'm not super proud of. Um, oh, I just love it. Self-awareness giddy up, that was number nine, which I think I already just stumbled into my number 10, which comes right off of that, is growth. The more we are aware about things, or at least for me, I know I should probably not say we, because this is all about like what my thought process is, but as I've learned things and um, have overcome trials, sometimes having to learn the same lesson what feels like a dozen times, that growth sometimes is like, Something you can actually feel, or I can. It's so funny. I keep saying that. You? Well, you get the point. It doesn't matter. It is something that I can feel. It's almost like a swelling inside my soul of um, reaching um, newer, newer potentials, and then knowing that there is additional growth from there. I love the expansion of um, of growth that's available. That's a weird way to say it. It doesn't matter. Quit saying that, Megan, just keep moving, so yeah, I love growth, I love the potential there for myself, and I am absolutely fascinated by the growth of living things around me, I love watching the changing seasons, I'm obsessed with flowers, I actually have five bouquets around me from wonderful people who have spoiled me for my birthday, I love gardening, I love watching the cycle of nature, the color changes of all different types of things, I love to be out side and see, um, you know, watch things go from seed to, like, leafy yumminess and then having actual fruits produce, and uh, it's just so fascinating to me. Um, It's just like a metaphor of life. Number 11, accountability. Accountability. Some people hate accountability, and I don't really like to spend a lot of time around people who don't want to take accountability for themselves, Um, accountability is one of those things that actually as a youngster in young women's back in Mormon church days, I actually really liked one of the things that was in our weekly motto thingy we said was choice and accountability where you get to make your choices and you get the accountability of whatever the results are from that choice. And I think that accountability is awesome, as even in its moments of painfulness of, or when it feels like, gosh, that was dumb, accountability is so good because it allows us an opportunity to own our own experience and not put it on anybody else. This is my life. This is my one turn at this experience, and I own it. <sighs> Uh-oh. Do I have a duplicate on here? I sure do. Okay, I'm going to see if I can think of another one as we go. It's number 12. Well, here's the thing. That's funny that they came on here twice because I listed them all. doesn't matter. I don't have to explain myself. It must mean it's important to me because on number 12, I put honesty again. Possibly because I hate lies pretty much more than anything on the planet. And I hate when people twist words and i hate when people project things from their life um their view as if it is the one and only truth. Ooh, so that's a whole different spin on it. That's interesting. I I just love it. Honesty is so important and sometimes speaking your truth while being open to the fact that your perspective or your experience is not the only possible way that something can happen, I think is so cool. It's so important. When people have like lied to me in the past, especially when I knew they were lying, and then there's this space of justification of like that they did this certain thing because of someone else, blaming someone else or blaming a circumstance... I just think it's such a cowardly way of living, just saying that, yeah, this is the choice I made based off of this, whatever, reasoning, and, and that they, like, they can be honest about it, like, people could just live so much more comfortably, we wouldn't have to hide our things that we're into, our, there wouldn't have to be, like, weird, gosh, what am I trying to say, like, Weird websites for foot fetishes, or you know, like (laughs) like thinking of stuff, a lot of things in like the sexuality realm, because there's so many things that like people hide stuff because they're afraid to be totally honest about it. When really, like, as whatever weird thing you might be into, and I'm sure I have weird things, they don't seem weird to me because I there's things I'm interested in. But whatever those things are, if we can't be true to ourselves, then we start putting this shell on ourselves and we have to start like maneuvering around truth to have things be what we think other people want to see. It just becomes very complicated and messy. Number 13, fuel. And by this, I mean as literal as you need quality fuel inside your vehicle to get from point A to point B the fuel um, that we need to have a healthy life, the fuel of good food. And yeah, I eat yummy junky treats sometimes too, um, because that's what I love the taste of. And I very much have learned a respect for my body that it needs water. It needs um, good food, like actual nutrients, um, fueling my brain with new information if I want to learn a new skill, or um, uplifting media, great music to listen to, great movies to watch. if I ever watch stuff, I think of things like what is how is this going to make me feel? what am I fueling my brain with my emotions with what kind of friends do I allow in my circle, and how do they fuel my excitement for life. Number 14, reflection. This one's very literal in the way that I actually wrote it, but also figurative because um, as I also mentioned in my last episode about changing my name, I was, I was actually sitting watching myself in the mirror. I was looking at myself in the mirror and pondering and like just taking note of myself, watching my own reflection to just see what I saw <laughs> and to see the parts I liked, to recognize the parts that I maybe don't like as much and why, and to just as a whole like accept myself for who I am in this moment and have <clears throat> the flexibility to make any changes that I need to or want to. So that that very literal reflection of spending time with myself. And then, of course, in the world of journaling and pondering on things that have happened in my life up to this point, um, that reflection time of going, okay, yeah, which were the things that I want more of in my life? Which were the things that were difficult? And what have I learned from those? And how do I move forward from that? In that same vein, number 15 is stillness. I am usually running about a million miles per hour, juggling all sorts of different things, projects, people, commitments, um, ambitions, just the the noise inside my own brain sometimes is a lot, and having taken time to learn a little bit more about meditation, getting back into yoga that I hadn't done in many years, um, finding time to be out in, uh, you know, go for a hike and be by myself, and to just... Listen to nothing but the wind blowing or the rustling of uh, a critter in the, in the bushes nearby or, or whatever it is, just like slowing down. I have a friend once that was telling me that I am so busy that I should schedule time to just stare at a wall and not do anything. There's a lot of power and stillness and coming back to center within myself. Number 16, connection. So going with that outward connection and the internal connection to like all these things I've already been talking about, what feels super good inside um, and how can I connect the, that goodness out to the world around me and how much I value true, genuine connections with other people. Um, in like a collaborative way. Um, connection of what experience led me to the next experience. I'm a little bit obsessive about connection in that way. Um, like one one fun fact, the person I'm dating now who is just so yummy, I would not have met if I wasn't introduced to him through a, gr- a mutual girlfriend who I met because of another guy I had kind of dated a little bit. And I only found that guy because of the Facebook page of the previous guy that I was dating. And the the only reason I knew that guy was because of a guy who was in one of my improv workshops for Simplot, which is a company here in town where I live. And he was like, oh, you seem really cool. You should meet this friend of mine. And I was only at that improv workshop because of the a friend of mine who works at or at the time had worked at Simplot, and he was the manager and that like, could be the decision maker for a team building event, and he only knew I did improv because his wife came to an improv workshop, and I actually knew him all the way back from high school. Anyway, I love looking for connection. What went? What made? What got me here? And then you can look back and either have an appreciation for that path or go, ooh, boy, that what, what we could maybe learn from going forward. I don't know. I just like connection a lot. Number 17, respect. Seems pretty self-explanatory. That word is so good. For this, it really is about respecting yourself and loving yourself. And the more I have grown to love and respect myself, <clears throat> the easier it is for me to offer that to others. Let it be reciprocal, folks. Let respect be reciprocal. If someone doesn't treat you with respect, move away from that situation. If you treat someone with respect and they're not reciprocating respect, that is not a good thing. That is definitely something where you got to set the bar high. I keep mine up as high as possible on taking such care of honoring myself that it helps me to give that to others. And then if it's not returned... Um, then I can tell pretty quickly who I want in my circle. Number 18, I think I mentioned this to some degree in one of my other blurb blop blops here a little earlier, but number 18 is nature. I love being outside. I love the magnificence of this earth that we are on. One of the things I miss the most about traveling in an airplane is looking down on the world below. And those moments, I'd always be like, man, my problems are real small. (laughs) I love the smell of nature. I love the sounds of nature. I love the feeling of peace I get when I'm in nature. Along the lines of nature comes number 19, and that's sunshine. Ah, the warmth of sunshine. I love it so much. Um, I love the hot heat of sunshine. I love the way it makes me feel. I love that it has healthy properties for us to absorb it um, you know, without getting sunburned. And I also love the parts of winter when there's like those flurries of snow or when there's like those couple of days in the spring we'll get here where I live, um, in Idaho that have, um, like rainy and then the sun's still beaming through the clouds. Oh, so good. Number 20, joy, joy. Yeah, that's it. How do you not like joy? I love joy. I have to find it sometimes when I'm grumpy. It's just so necessary. Um, And I have learned to really appreciate the things that make me feel joy. Um, And I cling to those. And it's also my daughter's middle name. Number 21, laughter. I love it. I love it. We need to laugh. Gosh, it feels so good. Um... Yep, that, that pretty much sums that up. Um, you, I just know, like, yeah, whatever. I don't even have to elaborate more. If you are listening to this and you're like, well, why would you say laughter is an important thing for having a happy, healthy life? Um, I don't know what else to do for you. you. I've never met someone yet in my life that's like, oh, I hate laughing. It's the worst. Number 22, communication. And what I love about communication and something that I've learned is it's not always easy to communicate clearly. Even if I think I am, sometimes it's still landing on someone differently than the way I'm saying it because we have different experiences or different ways to perceive certain things. The goal with communication that I am so set on is that it, I will continue to communicate and try different alternatives of communication to ensure that that there is openness and safety in doing so, and room for um, growth and and uh, and a connection in there too, like using communication as a way to bridge gaps um, on concepts or to express needs. Um, And to just like find different ways to say things if your message is not getting across. Number 23, flexibility. I mean this in two ways. Flexibility of like I love doing my stretches uh, every night before I go to bed. It reminds me to be centered in myself and to like expand my own abilities and flexibility very much in in the scope of Um, knowing that things are not always going to go the way that we want and actually rarely do and having the flexibility to move and groove with wherever things are going and find that flexibility in what alternatives might present themselves along our way um, in life, personally and professionally. 24, security. I have struggled over the years. Mm sipping my yummy Kona coffee, over the years with feeling insecure, particularly in romantic relationships. Um, And so security is something that I value very, very much. And I have really whittled down the scope of the people I have a direct contact with because I, I just don't even want to have that space of question in my life or ever feel like I have to change who I am in order to fit in with someone else's life plan or agenda. Um, so, finding that sense of security again with who I am and who I want to be is where it started. And by doing that and just being really aware of the people that I interact with, um, it's become just a really important factor of my life, of feeling secure and helping other people feel security with me by using some of the things that I've already mentioned with acceptance and. Um, loyalty and honesty to people in whatever capacity is appropriate. Number 25, intimacy. Mm, I love closeness with people I care about. I love um, intimacy in the romantic space with uh, someone now that I have the best relationship I've ever had so far. The most, um, possibly the most challenging in times because of the fact that. I've been able to unpack the painful things and talk through triggers and be emotional when I've been scared about things and very vulnerable and have him not only stay but be encouraging of me continuing to do that and keeping that safe space. It's created um, not only a yummy uh, physical intimacy that I adore, Uh, But just this really awesome emotional intimacy of just feeling like I really get to be who I am. Number 26, music. I know I mentioned that one earlier. I love music and having music in my life in whatever capacity, um, whether I'm dancing to it, whether I'm singing it, whether I'm attending a concert, I don't know, whatever it is there's just something real beautiful about beats and rhythms and a variety of instruments and all the different ways that music can be created. Number 27, dancing. When I got those sweet beats, I love to move my feet. That's it. Number 28, I also think this word slipped out a few times so far, but collaboration. That word gets thrown around a lot, especially around the space of like entrepreneurs and whatever, which I happen to interact with quite a lot. And I don't think everyone gets it. Collaboration to me means that whatever thing you are working on, you are all in. You are all working on the same thing to pull your powerful collective brain and put it all together to make something amazing together (sighs) so that everyone can learn and grow and do better and win together. Collaboration should be equally yoked joint um, group effort (laughs) towards success where everyone gets to share in the riches that come whether it's like literal dollars or uh, whatever other goal might be happening in a partnership oh that's funny the next word I'm like staring at the words as I talk about them and then going to the next one which is partnership, and that is where I'm at, uh, kind of to piggyback off of the, uh, what I was talking about a, a minute ago with the intimacy partnership. I have two amazing partnerships specifically right now that are fueling my life in such magical ways, one of them with a business partnership where we have merged collaboratively some incredible skills that are really fun to do for both of us and really add value for our clients, and it's just amazing to feel Balance and that equal um, commitment. Same thing with the romantic partner that I'm so happy to have right now. Um, for knowing that uh, we get to meet each other um, and and carry carry the weight as equally as possible. And there has been some um, challenges to get to that point, and that's where that open communication and all of that comes into play because having someone who really, really wants to honor me as a partner and value what I put into the relationship by matching it on the return is so amazing to me. Oh, I love it. Number 30, flow. Going with the flow. That, oh, yep. That's a big one that's actually been kind of hard for me because I'm a little bit of a control freak and I have been in the past and I have really had to focus on just letting things be, so going with the flow. Number 31, strategy. So I do feel like one of my strengths is to be strategic, and that's where I lose control (laughs) a little, or I I get too in control. I try to be in control, but strategy can still be fluid. You can still work on something with a certain intention and then be allowing that flow or the flexibility that it may end up a different way than you originally set out and in many ways it usually ends up being even better than i would have guessed um so yeah i love the strategy though of having an idea in mind of what i want to go for and then doing what i can to make that happen number 32 full participation this is something that i have derived from an improv principle of being present in the moment you may have listened to one of my episodes about participating fully it is so, so important because the more not only present that you are but active participant you are in your life, the more you get to be part of your own experience and take the ownership over it and that accountability. And and then when in doing so, the wins feel so much more exciting and rewarding and the losses become something that are more... Uh, Important learning experiences to do better next time and to just really take life for all that it is. Um, ugh, I love it the own, I love the ownership of it number thirty three time, quality time, time in general, the awareness of time, the value of time, the fact that it goes and we never get it back. Oh, I appreciate the time that you are spending, even listening to me yammering. Um, it's such a big component for me to just um, be aware of time and treat it with respect and do my very best with it um, and be as effective as possible with time and to appreciate the time that I get to be with people I love and do the things that I enjoy. <clears throat> Number 34 is compliments. I love, I'm a words of affirmation person, I love compliments. I think they're so yummy. They make me feel so good. And I love giving compliments, especially especially just always like I love to help people remember why they're freaking awesome or even if it's just like out on a trail I was out on a hike and this woman had these amazing braids and I was like gosh your braids are amazing and she was like oh thank you so much my son was with me and and he he noticed that I like I just dole him out all the time And they're genuine, too. Like, I'm usually looking around, and when I see something or someone that I appreciate, I love to announce it. Um, I don't ever want to miss that opportunity to help brighten someone's day and to really be truthful in it. It doesn't have to be anything major, just these little things that just give a little spring in your step. That kind of leads right into my number 35, which is to share your love. Give love abundantly. There's so much love um, that comes from sharing love. I keep feeling more and more and more when I stay in a place of just offering love as much as I can, um, and it's just like giving a compliment when you, whether you verbalize it or um, just energetically put love out there, it just feels so good. And to, I know to be on the receiving end of love is so wonderful, and I love it, (laughs) and so anytime I can give love, I just know there's no shortage, it will keep manufacturing, and it's such a good, um, like a healing balm for a sad, frustrated world, and so anytime possible, when I notice that I am out of alignment with love, I try to bring myself right back to it, and just put all um, energy towards Love, 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 love. Number 36, listen. Like really listen. Listen to what someone's opinion is or their story they're telling about an experience they've had or whatever it is and listen to really hear them for what they're saying. I've learned so much from people I admire and respect and people actually that I really freaking hate. Um, I feel bad that I just used that word so strongly, but I have given myself permission to allow anger to exist in areas where I've been very poorly treated I still put love on that when I um, have an opportunity to there are just um, some some people in my life who have and continue to um, treat me poorly and even when they are I really try to listen to what they're saying to understand what they are seeing what is their perspective why are they behaving in such a yucky manner um, listening to learn. That is just one of the things that is so important to me. Um, number 37 is to vibe high all the way up to the tippy top of vibe land. I love when I feel the good energy of joy and happiness and re- like just appreciating other people for their existence and letting people be if they are not a good part of my life. um, and I have, that is one thing I have control over when I notice that I'm being like a grump and I'm stomping around my house and barking orders at the kids or something because I'm on a work call and whatever, um, I can be aware of it and I can make the choice to change that vibe and just bring it up a few notches and do nice things with it, which leads me to number 38, which is positivity, which sometimes is super hard. And that is what makes it so important to look for the silver lining and to be the positive little surge of energy in a crappy situation. Okay. Number 39, trust. That kind of buttons things up from several of the other words. I want to be someone that people trust when I say, um, like whatever the things I share, I try to have it be as, you know, as open and honest of my truth as possible. I want to be a space where people can feel safe being who they are. And I have had to work a lot to overcome my trust issues from times that that has not been um, given to me as a safe place. I choose, actually I did a whole episode about this. I usually choose to trust people right out of the gate. And um, by doing that, they actually show me who they are very quickly. And so you can make an educated decision a lot sooner if you start from a place of trust instead of assuming someone's going to earn your trust. Nobody wants to work that hard. And number 40, learning. I love learning new things. Keeps my brain, I wouldn't say sharp because it feels pretty jumbly. Uh, I do love seeing progress in learning something new and knowing that that learning process is endless and there's always something new to try um, and skills to learn or experiences to participate in. Um, I just love it. I love the potential that is just all around us. So <clears throat> there it is, 40 things that, in my opinion, at least in this moment, as of the time of recording this episode, uh, as I embark into my decade of the 40s, 40 things that I try my best to be aware of and to live by and to have mad respect for to be the very best contributors to society that I possibly can and certainly if nothing else in my own home uh, to be a force for good and a safe haven for uh, my young humans and my own heart and humanity at large hopefully we'll have a little ping of positivity for the stuff that i push out of my home and out my mouth and into the podcast airwaves thank you everyone for listening in um kind of yeah i think i'm gonna wrap it up there this is just i love it i love taking the time to uh, just catalog things and and share the random stuff um I just, I thank you all who have listened along this journey. There's definitely been some ups and downs in my life since I started this podcast and I'm feeling more alive than ever and excited about um, sharing things um, with less restriction and censoring that I had kind of been doing before. Um, Anyway, so be well. Thank you for listening. And it might be a fun little exercise. How about this challenge? If any of you want a homework exercise, whatever age you are, make a list of of that number of things in your life that are important to you and that help you steer your moral ship through this life. Um, And I just, as always, wish you joy and lots of love and uh, yeah, giddy up. Here we go. 40 40 40 what is up thank you for listening to the i hardly know her podcast if you'd like to stay connected to me in other ways you can find me on most social media platforms at kooky or at my website meganmccaleb.com and remember you don't have to be a big deal to do big things